Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What um? Well, we're not in the same room again, Nick. What pedals are you using today? I'm not. I'm not using any pedals. I'm using a. Uh, I, I I forgot I had it. I bought this little uh, Laney Bluetooth speaker. That's a uh, a little speaker and an amp. All right. And it's quite good actually. And you can um, uh, yeah, plug your guitar in, and it's got a delay as well. So it's quite it's quite a nice little thing. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I'll play it in the kitchen and no one gets too upset with the noise, although it is, it's probably too loud, really, but everything's <laughs> too loud, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, that's the way it goes. <coughs> How you doing, mate? So, yes, um, I'm doing all right. I've done far too much this weekend uh, and um, just felt really ill earlier, but I feel right now. It's, now we're quite far into the day. I've just become very, very lazy, low-fire, like, I kind of get a lot done in, like, like I don't get up to, like, 12 or something. Wow. Oh, yeah, I've been getting up to 12 for uh, the best part of two weeks. <laughs> I'm really, really lazy. Because it's, um, like, the kids kind of sort themselves out. They All just right, go out and watch telly and get themselves out to eat. Uh, Jude comes and gets me if he needs anything. Yeah. And Sarah can't sleep in that late, and she doesn't seem to mind that I do, so I'm really lucky. Yeah, so, very. Uh, but then, like, I've got, I'll, I'll have to get up tomorrow, so I'll have to, I'll struggle to get to sleep tonight. But I finished that um, book that, um, oh, what's his name? Lee. The guy, Lee, yeah, Lee Sheldrake, that's right, the book he gave me. Um, so I've been, I got right stuck into that. Um the um, Stephen, um, fucking hell, where, where's my brain gone? My brain has just disappeared. That my arm. Stephen Fry, Hawkins. Yeah, Stephen Fry. Jobs. Yeah, I finished that. And, uh, Merchant. And that really, really good. That's a proper good book. Uh, I recommend it to my wife. Yeah, I'm halfway through the one he gave me. It's really, really clever. Like it's about kind of list building and 
having like loads of things to do but prioritizing it down to one essential thing and doing that properly rather than doing loads of things shit <laughs> yeah and it's exactly yeah. what i need to be honest and it's uh yeah it's really good well yeah i'm kind of guilty of that i never bother to actually do anything particularly well i just uh you know just feel my way through everything and uh which means that yeah, you're never all that good at anything particularly. You're good at loads of stuff. Yeah, but what the problem with that is, is I end up doing loads of stuff, and I do loads of stuff for other people, and I end up trying to do loads of stuff really well, whereas really I should be picking one thing to do really well at a time. Yeah. And it's yeah, not it's easy true. to master, but it is a nice feeling when you can do it, and I've been a lot more kind of productive, really. My kids get up at, like, four, five, six o'clock in the morning still anyway, so I get, like, a full day in to get the job list down, so it's quite nice, really. Yeah, I've been doing a bit. I've been, like, painting the kitchen, but uh, and, like, touching up paint around the house, you know, which I really enjoy doing. Mm. Um because I have to say, like, I was talking about this on Facebook with someone last night, is that like the lockdown is it's intense and it's like it's it's not nice, but I, I found it's just kind of decluttered everything. Yeah, everything's like you can't do so much, so you don't worry about it and yeah. you don't feel bad for not doing it. Uh, and everyone is just kind of slowed down. They have in my house. Everyone's just really slowed down and chilled out. Yeah. I kind and, uh, of get a feeling that is the same, like for for other people as well. From what, what well, kind of feels like that in the atmosphere, and I think yeah. it is that. And like even like having the little list that we've had and getting through those bits, I've been selling loads of my old shit on eBay. I've got so much stuff, like we were saying from the loft the other day, and like even knowing that I'm lighter in that respect, I haven't got as many things. I've still got like stuff that needs to go, but. Like working my way through it and just kind of stuff that I've kept since I was like one and thought, yeah. oh, I'll use this when I've got room and I'll use that and I will, I might save that. Just getting rid of it. Like, and half the stuff, like my scale electrics, like I haven't got any cards for it anyway. Um, yeah. Someone to benefit from having all the track and stuff like that. So it just makes sense for it to go. Well, it's, it's, a, it's quite therapeutic, isn't it? It's like clearing out the shit in your mind. Like you just start decluttering things, even if it is stuff, it does feel quite good. And also, it's nice to get you know, you've done a job, you know, you've done something you've been putting off forever. Yeah. And I find like using this time as like really good for that. Yeah. But I really wanted to make a figure. You know, like, oh, you know, like Riker does, like figures, yeah. sells figures. Mm. I, I really wanted to make a figure, and I've just been doing that. I've just spent the last couple of hours making a figure of this idea I came up to combine like something that like one of my ideas and then one of Gary Mansfield's ideas. Yeah. Uh, so I've made the figure. I haven't quite finished it. It looks fucking scary and horrible oh, actually, which cool, I really man. like. But it looks really cool. It's just something so different, like, isn't it? Yeah, and then because I, I I just ordered like a kid's pack of like clay polymer that you bake in the oven. Yeah. And then my daughter's like, oh, oh, can I have a go? And I'm like, yeah, look, I've got all of this spare. So we were like just going, you know, singing in the kitchen that we're, we're doing craft. Oh. And I thought, oh, those nice little moments. Yeah. That I should be having all the time with my kids, but like just don't because life happens. I've been trying uh, to do that as much as possible. And the thing is, it's a lot easier now because you kind of 
both you're all in the same sort of environment but even yeah. like simple things like built built like a lego city today um yeah. he wanted to do like um a stop motion video so we did that the other day put it on youtube for him so he's famous now um, <laughs> raking it in obviously um i built like a camper van out of Meccano. we didn't done the exploding oh, volcano thing like and what's nice is he has his little projects. The, his school's amazing. Like, they've been still been putting on, like, little bits for him to do. But they said, yeah. like, because so many of, like, the mums have said, right, we're homeschooling, and from 9 until 10, it's maths, and 10 to 11, oh, it's yeah. English and stuff like that. And, like, we were kind of thinking, oh, like, should we be doing a lot more than that? But the headmistress put out a thing and said, look, we're sending you these things and these ideas, but don't for a second think that you need to be, like, really like hard on them getting them to do all the work and everything said like they're not falling behind or anything and if, more importantly just enjoy time with your family like give up on all that other stuff for a little while and like for a school yeah, to say that I that's know, really yeah, cool I we agree. were like oh here we go like let's just start enjoying life a bit you know well like you can't hit then they're not going to hit the like the things that they need to hit to kind of meet the curriculum no so it's like look if you're not doing much like it might be nice to do a bit of work keep them in some kind of habit of learning but yeah. essentially it's just trying to have a nice time i'm quite and lucky then, they're quite into like you'll come in and go oh, i want to do this now and go all right and we've always done like little bits and bobs like that where we could anyway but like you say yeah. it's just nice being able to go yes rather than no i can't do it because of this and because of that and i've been leaving my phone switched off as much as possible as well so that's not a distraction so i can literally go yeah come on let's spend four hours doing a simpsons puzzle 550 pieces yeah, yeah. I did stop motion too. We got in the uh, the Lego. Uh, there's like a Lego film set thing. Oh wow! Um, it, it's it's not all that good, but the like it all just kind of falls apart. Yeah. And I end up making my own backdrops and and but you get all like the little uh, like clear plastic things so you can walk them along, and it comes oh, yeah. with like a little app. So we. And Jude's got really excited about that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we use this one called Stickbot. They're like these little men that have got sticky feet and sticky hands, and you can kind of get them into poses. Uh, and that comes with an app, and that's pretty good. But um, yeah, we did it with cards, and like, I sort of stuck them down and stuff like that. Luke Skywalker's in it. I'll send you it. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I'll show Jude. Oh no, they didn't want to do it and they haven't got time. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Have a look at this yeah, thing, but me. don't get any ideas. We're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm busy. Yeah. I'm back to work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I kind of, I'm quite enjoying it, just not having the pressures of anything. Yeah. Just kind of pootling around. Yeah. I'll tell you what got me the other Someone was complaining that they actually that they were only going to get the um, what is it the furlough like that. Sorry, mate, broke um, up there. What was that? What's the money that they're giving people? You know, like the eighty percent or and up to two and a half grand. Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, someone was complaining that they're not they're not getting two and a half grand a month, and I was thinking, hold on. That's that's pretty much what I earn. Mm. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm gonna have to still go out and work and and put myself at risk. And I'm like, that, that's amazing. Like that's like what an amazing thing. You don't have to work and you still get that money. Yeah. Like, actually, like I think there's a point to be grateful in there. 
Yeah, I think <coughs> it's the same as like when people moan about. I don't think they do. I hope they don't now. And if they do, send them around. I kick the shit out of them. When people <laughs> moan about like hospitals and the NHS and stuff like that, maybe before this happened. And I think like fucking hell, go and live in America for a little while and see how you get on with that attitude. Like, oh yeah, yeah, people are so ungrateful. Well, exactly, exactly. Like, I think generally the NHS is brilliant. And, yeah, and, like, you have anything done in America and it costs thousands. Yeah. Like, tens of thousands. Yeah. And they're like, well, we get insurance. But if you ever watched that uh, Michael Moore documentary, Sicko, where he was kind of highlighting, like, the ridiculous cost where people lose their houses because of the price of oh, American healthcare. I've seen this. Couple of them I've seen, they're brilliant, and I love his documentaries. Oh yeah, I do as well. Really thought provoking. Mm. Yeah, and so yeah, people are like like they, they think they're fully covered, and then like the insurance company will really dig into their stuff and go, hold on, you had like you know something like twenty years ago, so you're not covered. Yeah, and oh, like, like so people are eating, losing their houses. Like this, how much cheese every day? Right, yeah, that doesn't count because your cholesterol's too high, so you're not covered. <laughs> Yeah, it's stuff like that. And so, yeah, yeah, it's right. We're lucky. We really are. Um, and they're still going. I was talking to my mate the other day, and his wife uh, was a nurse, but now she's like, she trains nurses. And it's every likelihood that she's going to get called back into, like, ER. Yeah. And um, and then she can't, she'll have to, her son's got, like, a, like a lung condition, and she won't be able to stay at home. Wow. Like, so she'll have to stay in like nursing sticks for what is going to be months, mm. and you're like people are real, making real sacrifices. Yeah, they here. are. Yeah, definitely. While everyone else is allowed to sit on their asses. Yeah, and yeah, it's not nice, but really, it's not actually that bad. No, is it? We've like, got, I think we're very indoors. lucky to be basically told to stay indoors. I think that is a lot. Like, like I was saying the other day, our um, mate Adam Seymour was going back on the front line with it, so there's a chance he might not be yeah. able to see his kids. And I was speaking to, I was actually allowed out because we're off our quarantine now. So I managed uh, to um, go and buy some food on Friday, which took about six hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is fair enough. You know, I'm running. But um, yeah, the lady on the counter was like, oh, um, her a friend of her family, I think, or her daughter-in-law. Um, exactly that. So one of their friends lived closer to the hospital, I think. Yeah. And she's actually moved in with her other friend so their friend the nurse can have the house so she doesn't go back to her family and take it back to her whole family and it's like that's like a nurse's friend giving up her life as well so her nurse can go to work and i just think like it's so amazing to hear these like good points in humanity rather than people moaning that they can't buy a hundred toilet rolls whatever it is nice to see some goodness in humanity, you know. Yeah. You know, like, that's such a good point. Yeah, uh, it really is nice to see nice things in the humanity. I've noticed that, um, like, when I've been taking the dog out, people um, are kind of, they'll smile at you. Yeah. As you walk past. And it's like, I don't know, maybe it's that blitz spirit, but people just seem to be a bit more kind of like... Which, yeah. uh, which I think is so. really lovely. Yeah, it's making a big difference. I think, like, with the weather being a bit nicer as well, obviously that helps. A bit like yeah. blue skies and like fresh air. And like, we popped out and I took the kids over this field, and there just seems to be like more flowers everywhere, more birds in the sky. And it's just, yeah, it's quite a nice kind of thing. It does really. lift the spirit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, it does lift the spirit. I mean, yeah, we're, we're like the springs 
summer's on its way. You can yeah, feel it now, which is really tell. nice. Yeah, I had a couple of beers totally earlier out in the garden and it's and like a bit of reggae on and that. It's like, yeah, this is this is hey, reggae. Well, not like reggae. Like I, don't hate, I should have said like that. <laughs> like, like, yeah, don't turn around. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the real stuff, like the uh, guy from Peter Andre's um, <laughs> Jack and Demas and Pliers. No, um, I love that. I love that. When people say they're into reggae, I'm like, what? Are you a proper roots reggae? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, like. Years, but I was like, yeah, I fucking love that as <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like um, I listen to dub reggae, and just because I like the bottom end and the bass line of it all, oh, yeah. and I don't care what else is happening in it because when I because the speakers in the kitchen, so when I'm in the garden, all I can hear is the and it reminds yeah. me of when you're at festivals in between acts oh, and yeah. they put it on. So I love yeah. it. Like, I love being out in the garden and just hearing that sort of like low subby bass. Like, I couldn't give a fuck what they're singing about or talking about or whatever. But like just yeah. to like hear the and feel it. That's that's kind of what I like really. So yeah, it's weird, isn't know. it? Like like proper bass like that. You don't. You often like in a lot of music, you don't really hear hear the bass. No. They're so put in table that you don't really. You wouldn't even really acknowledge it. No. And you, you, when you're playing bands, obviously you, you kind of you start you notice it then. Yeah, you and then feel you notice it, a bit it more. in other things. But uh, uh, yeah, and like just that kind of this. It sounds like it's in the distance. Yeah, and but, like, you yeah, can feel yeah, it more than hear it. Yeah, when so we used true. to get our um, records mastered, um, we, there's a place in Hackney called JTS, I think it is, or LTS, and they were known for mastering reggae tracks and dub tracks. And um, we were kind of recommended to go there by the guy from Dem2, I think it was. Um, and purely for that reason, because they got the bottom end right and made the bass sound nice. So you knew wherever you played it in the clubs or whatever, that the bass would sound really warm and rich. Yeah. Um, and for that reason. And for that reason, yeah, our mastering must be so boring. It, it kind of like <coughs> I always see it as a bit of an art form. So I used to pay other people to do it, but then where I've had to master some of my own bits, like the soundtrack bits and that, I've quite enjoyed kind of making it sound nice. But it's also scary worrying what it's going to sound like everywhere else. And I think that's yeah. the that's the art form. And what I like about it is you can think you've got it right send it to someone else and get it back and then it sounds really right and you're like, oh mate, like how have you even done that? It's kind of like these yeah. trade secrets that no one knows about. There's thirty year old valve compressors and stuff they run it through. Oh yeah. Ross uh, destruction, he's got um some like he's got two big fucking massive valve compressors, mm. really, really old ones. And you're like, yeah, that, that's where the sound comes from. That's yeah, the that difference. Warm, that warm, yeah. Sound. Very different to like a pedal. Pedals don't always sound that great. Mm. So, um, well, uh, what else should be up to? Well, think... um, today is our birthday. Let me have a look. Yeah, this is episode fifty-two. Oh. This is a year's worth of podcast gold. Fucking hell! Fifty-two today. episodes. Um, obviously we would have been recording a little bit longer I can't really get my head around it but it says 52 on my computer and that's a year so um, happy birthday yeah man. happy birthday happy birthday to the mouth of manliness one year yeah that is exciting 
it's funny, I was having a chat with someone the other day and I was kind of like just feeling a bit despondent and he was just like, look at what you've done. You've kind of, you've released and and have sustained a successful podcast. Uh, you're selling artwork. It's like, what what else do you want? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's nuts, like, really. You've just kind of, like we have just got to put ourselves out there and just made it happen ourselves. And that feels quite good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah, and I'm kind of looking forward to learning how to do it, do much more with it. I feel like I should have done that ages ago and I shouldn't have laid it all on you. No, I don't so, know. And the thing is, is, it's kind of where the weeks go by, we just get so caught up in what we're doing and the doing of it all. It's just yeah, it's what it is. Isn't yeah, it? It's, it's gone true. quick, though, a year. It has gone really, really quick. I can't believe it's been a year. Mm. I suppose we recorded about six episodes in advance, didn't we? Yeah. So it'd be, yeah, about a year on release. Yeah. So it'd probably be like Monday, would probably yeah. be the day we released the first one. Mm. Fucking hell. It's taken us into lots of different avenues, hasn't it? It yeah, really it has. has. It's taken us all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it really made my life much more exciting in many, many ways. Yeah, it's crazy, like, things we've done already and, like, the things we've had, li- had lined up as well. Um, well, I, I just figure even if we don't do the things we had lined up with festivals, etc., it's yeah, like, I still had the moment of getting, of them saying yes. You know, like, there yeah. was still that excitement and euphoria and, and hopefully, you know, things will carry over to next year, etc. So, like, I still feel like it was a good experience anyway. Yeah, for me, I found out about Bestival when I was working on a building site and it was the worst place I've ever been, let alone worked um, with people that I mostly disliked other than the people that probably listen to this, in which case I like them. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, uh, and I literally, I, was, I took the phone call, and um, my mate was standing next to me, and he was like, oh, what's that? I said, oh, it's just like this thing I do. And he's like, oh... Like, what do you mean? Like, tell me about it. And I told him about the podcast. He was like, Brad, that's fucking amazing. Like, how long have you been doing that for? I said, oh, like this amount of time. I said, oh, um, we've just got the call. Like, we're just going to, we're going to do this festival. And he's like, oh, what, like a little local festival? I said, yeah, local if you live in like um, Dorset's um, Camp Festival. Mate, he cried. He was like, fucking <laughs> hell, mate, that is amazing. Like, so, and then he went in and like told all these other people and that. And they were interested. And like, I remember that kind of moment, that poignant moment. I was like, it's Man, that's so cool. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, even sometimes it doesn't need to then happen. <laughs> it's like, but no. you had that moment. Yeah. And that moment, like, when you needed it, you know, like, when you're really shit and you're thinking, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah. And then you have something like that and then you realise it. It's a double-edged sword because you, you realise that you're capable of so much more. You know, like, you have that feeling like, yeah, fucking hell, I made that happen. Yeah. And, and you think, I'm capable of so much more, but then you're like, oh, but I'm still, like, am I capable enough to get out of whatever situation I'm in? Yeah, it's an odd one, because, like, I think if we, with what we're doing, if it was record sales and it was 1984, like, we'd be buying, like, gold Lamborghinis or whatever floats your boat, you know what I mean? It's just, like... Yeah, I suppose, yeah. If it's 1984. yeah. And, yeah, that's true. Or I don't know what it'd be. Maybe this would be like on radio, I guess. Maybe, but I just think like 
It depends how you kind of measure success. Like I regard it as being successful because the amount of listeners we have and the response we get from the listeners, and like you say, the things that have come out of it, and you know, we got sent free beer and free guitar pedals. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But I think I must admit, like when we first started, there was an element of me that kind of was hoping more for the kind of money side of it to take off, so we didn't have to do our day jobs anymore. Yeah. Um, but now I've come to come to realise that that's very difficult for everyone not just us and yeah um, it's uh it's more it's kind of it's they call it 360 degree media don't they it's like it's rare that you would find a person doing just one thing to as their income and it's about doing like all the other things around it kind of thing well yeah i think that's what what people do now um they've got a term I can't remember. Is it a flipper or a, a something? Like a term when people, that's what people do. A lot of people who work in media are like, they, they might do a bit of TV and a bit of uh, radio and a bit of this and a bit of that. Mm. Uh, you know, like, even you see, you think of the big presenters, they do lots of different things. Yeah. So it kind of shows that, you know, that's just the way it is. But um, I'm happy. It's kind of given my life like this injection of like fun and um, rewards, you know, just that kind of idea that uh, you're doing something bigger than you. Yeah. More, uh, and we, there's kind of, we get a lot of kind of positive feedback. So it kind of makes you just feel generally better about things. I think so it really yeah. works. For me. Yeah. And I kind of need that shit. Mm. It kind of, uh, it makes life just a bit more, Bearable in many yeah. ways. That's what I really like. Yeah, it is mad, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. Oh, it's funny because, like, yeah, we had some, we've had so many guests lined up, and it's just kind of crazily just, I've, like, messaging people saying, "Yeah, well, it's not gonna happen." Yeah, um, we got in, back into the kind of rhythm of it, didn't we? And then, yeah. But I think I don't, I don't want to just. I also think at the moment with everything that's going on in the world, there's no point making it ours for ourselves. No. You know, like, I just think let's just roll with everything that's going on. Yeah. I mean, some people are, if it, I mean, if you look like the other night, it was about um, like seven o'clock. I go on and every person on Instagram is Instagram live. Yeah. You know, like, there's loads of celebrities are doing it. And I'm, and I, you know, I don't, know what their their reason for doing it is but it just seems like everyone's like desperately trying to scramble in and putting out content and i don't know i had this realization that i was going to do this guided meditation and then i just thought no like you don't need to no. you don't know it's just applying this pressure that doesn't you know like enjoy the fact that we haven't got a lot of pressure yeah i agree i think like there's always the temptation and for a really long time I've been looking for like this passive income kind of thing and work out ways of like other revenue streams and stuff like that and it seems that in the last sort of I know like people have been doing it for quite a long time but and it's something I've wanted sort of since I was a kid especially working in music and be able to sort of free up time to spend time on music and not have to worry about like the bills and stuff like that it's a kind of a big deal um yeah but I kind of feel like everyone is doing the same sort of thing now. And it's, it's kind of weird really. Like 
I suppose it's a level playing field, which is good. Mm. But um, yeah, I'd be interested to see like where other people, where people's actual revenue streams come from, and how many of them are drug dealers and just have to have <laughs> like a, a professional front. Um, uh, uh, yeah. But what I like, like we watched that those um, Gary V videos, Gary Vanacek. Um, I recommend everyone follows him on Instagram stuff because he will literally drive around looking for boot sales and gra- garage sales. Um, and at the moment, he's selling baseball cards. But this is a guy who was like, he started his dad's um, wine wine shop, basically made that international and made millions on that. He invested in As- Amazon at one stage. It was something to do with Uber and like investment and CEO and like top end companies. And yet yeah, he still just he'll chuck a pair of jeans on and a sweatshirt and go down and start buying stuff from boot sales and selling it on Amazon. And he actually ex- explicitly tells you how to do it and what to do. Um, and I quite I kind of like that really. It's like why should you stop doing stuff that you enjoy? Um, and he's earning money from doing it as well, but he says it like that's not really part of it. He likes sort of just recycling all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, it feels like a pra- it kind of like shifted my brain a little bit. It feels like something real, something practical, where everything now is like sales funnel, click on this email, and this is free, but if you click on this, pay £10 a month. Like it's all that kind of yeah. like framework of sales and stuff like that. It's quite nice knowing, and that's what's kind of inspired me to sell all my shit on eBay, that you can literally go and buy something for one price and sell it for another price and and go from there. Like you're saying yeah, like, literally true. like buying things on eBay and selling them on Amazon for the rate that's going on Amazon. There's like a top 10 or top 100 products on Amazon. See what those products are. Buy them on eBay. Normally they're like a quarter of the price. Sell them on Amazon, and it's making money from it straight away. It's incredible. Mm. that is interesting yeah that's why I thought oh, I'm going to go up in the loft and there'll be <laughs> millions I was looking at Beanie Babies that I um, when they first come out everyone's like oh you've got to save these because they're going to be worth loads of money and I've got two or three of them and I was like oh man like this I forgot I had these like, I've cracked it look there's three of them here um, I think the most expensive one I've got is worth maybe £3.70 something like that so um so yeah, once that bad boy sells, uh, <laughs> yeah, straight into the sweet shop. On easy street. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> even worth the effort of walking down and posting. Well, I suppose I'm not allowed out now, but yeah, I'm actually <laughs> selling it. Yeah, I know. That's, that, uh, yeah, that's why my problem. I'm really lazy and I can't be bothered to walk down to the shop. I quite like doing the post like, office. I like the post office bit. Uh, that feels quite good. I suppose it's all new to me, I guess, but. Yeah, I kind of like the novelty. It's a bit scary when you're working out the postage and stuff. I think, oh, have I like charged enough of postage? Um, yeah, it's quite oh, a nice yeah. sort of feeling of like the letting go of the actual, actual thing and it going. You know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I've come over all tired. Oh man, <laughs> you had a busy day. <laughs> It's that kind of inactivity. I've been doing like maths and that, which is really kind of taxing. Yeah. Doing like schoolwork. I hate doing schoolwork. What sort of level of like, what sort of level of maths are we talking? Because I've got, obviously, Buddy being five, I've been managed, I've sort of managed to keep up quite a bit. Um, But I've started to get a little bit scared now 
because of some of the terms that come in my way of like number bonds and things like that. I think, oh, fucking hell. Right? Like, what, what, there's going to be a point, there's going to be a cut off for me when I'm going to have to go off you go, mate. Like, you've already, you've surpassed <laughs> my knowledge, mate. This is where the calculator comes in. And unless it involves writing boobless on it, like I'm literally, you, you might as well go and talk to Brick Wall. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> It's really, really low level because of autism. So it's like um, up to 30s. And you just start getting like, the idea that, you know, the 20s and 30s. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of pretty much my level. I'm really, really rubbish. I, I just get massive anxiety and I want to run away yeah. when numbers come out. I really do. But do you have that feeling of like having to uphold some kind of like confident? Think like you don't want to be seen to be like, oh no, I don't never really been like that. I'm like, I, I, like, I don't know, we have to go and get mummy seeing those yeah. stuff, or like, we have to go on YouTube or something. I'm, I'm quite open that I don't know, I'm rubbish at certain things, yeah. And the kids are really good about it, but like, you're really good at drawing, man. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I'm quite open about being scared of things oh yeah I no i'll really tell him human. if i don't know but it's just a worry that like is the age that he is and i already have to turn the towel in thinking that i've got another fucking 10, <laughs> yeah. 10 years of this like what's next you know oh yeah i do know what you mean yeah that kind of anxiety that comes along yeah. but i just kind of accept it I'm like, oh, i can't do it that's yeah. it and oh. I, we'll have to go and get some help from someone somewhere it just is what it is. Yeah, I like doing the art homework and stuff like that. That's good. Yeah, I tend to do that. And then Sarah does the others. But I, I'm a bit more calm. So I tend to do stuff with Jude most of the time so I don't get annoyed. But then I'll also be I'm much more like, come on, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. There's no debating. Let's get it done. Mm. Don't care. No, you can't go and get another Ben 10 watch. You've got to do it. <laughs> right, get it done. I love Ben 10. <laughs> Yeah, he goes through these mad phases and then he just bought a, wanted to get another um, Omnitrix and now he's got four. Yeah. And so now he's like, right, back into it again. Uh-huh. So he just gets, he swaps obsessions. So he'll be obsessed with that and then he'll be obsessed with something else tomorrow. Yeah, last time and I then, see him, we were talking about Teen Titans, I think. Yeah, he's, uh, he always goes back to Stephen Universe, which is quite cool. Yeah. It's all about like sexuality and things like that, mm. which I think is kind of pretty cool that he, he gets that early kind of introduction to being accepting of difference. Yeah, you know, I think so it's cool. a good thing. Really, really I know cool. like, some parents are like, oh no, he'll catch gay. But if we can accept that there are gay people in the world and they're no different to him, then that's good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. good for the stuff like like some of the things he's been watching on YouTube and that are really really cool. And funny enough, actually, he's just got into um, like Top Gear come up on his thing because uh, they make all the mad cars that what well, I used to and. Uh, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, like, is it cool that he likes Top Gear or not? Like, <laughs> like, but then I quite like the, like, the hijinks they get up to being just three blokes on a bit of an adventure kind of thing. And he was like, yeah, cracking up at the end. I like, I quite like him. There's one like when they were towing the caravans around and they were crashing and stuff. I was like, yeah. oh, it's fairly sort of innocent, 
kind of thing. But then, like, one bit come up, and they were, like, really homophobic in it. And, I, and he's like, Dad, like, what do they mean by, like, his haircut being gay? And I was like, oh, let's just... Let's talk about this. Oh, really? Time. They yeah. say stuff like that? Yeah, it's really that, homophobic, yeah, and a little bit <laughs> racist. And I think because, it, you know, it's like 20 years old or 30 years old or whatever, there's that kind oh, yeah. of like cheeky, chappy kind of wee lads kind of thing about it, which I'm not really too keen on him kind of picking up. So I try and sort of like push him towards the the car element of it a little bit more. Um, yeah, and there's like a monster truck in one of them. He loves monster trucks and that, and it's kind of not too bad. But I don't know how how much I want him to go down the route of like watching all of them before he sort of comes in and starts punching his mum in the face for making his sandwich <laughs> wrong or whatever. Like, <laughs> I suppose, yeah, he's kind of mad, so isn't it? Yeah, he's kind of mad. Um, and uh, yeah, and I don't like any. Well, Clarkson, he, he's, he don't make any bones about. No, I guess not. And it is, it's kind of, that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, it was always on after eight or nine o'clock or whatever on TV. So it's not really for kids. Um, but, and yeah, it kind of is, it is what it is really. It's just free blokes and cars and stuff, which is, yeah, it's all right. It's not too bad. Yeah, I quite, I find, I like some countries and they've got to drive from somewhere to somewhere. I, quite, I find that quite, quite amusing and interesting. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't, I don't dislike it. As much as I don't generally like macho shit, I don't dislike it that much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, should we call it it an episode? Yeah, I'm up for that, mate. (coughs) 41, 42 minutes. Yeah, it's cool with me. Yeah, mate. Um, So, yeah, everybody out there, look after yourselves. Stay indoors. Take it easy. Yeah, don't go out. There's people still going out like for no reason and that. Just stop fucking going out unless you really need to. Don't be a prick. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's like, whoa. Shit, something's in the oven. One of my clay things is in the oven. Are you cooking Can you it up? Can the alarm? Hold no. on, hold on. I can hear something. Get in the oven, Mia, quick. Hello? Yeah. Right, I've got to go. <laughs> I've got to say it in the oven. Okay. Uh, Don't burn alarm, it. I'm saying that one of the things is cooking. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Oh, what, one of your clay model it. things. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I hope it's not on yeah. fire. Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Take then, care, mate. everyone. Look after yourself. Take care, brothers. I'll be in touch. Yeah, see you later on. Bye. All right, mate. Bye. Bye. Fucking hell, I hope his house ain't on fire. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.